Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway Superfans. From Broadway Superfans. Happy Mother's Day, Emily. Happy Mother's Day. We have mothers. Patty, we do have mothers. I had the cutest thing last night. My roommate, Sean, bought flowers and wanted to give them to my mom to represent Aww. all the mothers in his life. Oh, It was pretty cute. That's so cute. Yeah. Did he do it? You said he wanted to. No, he did it. He, oh. he, like, he surprised <laughs> okay. me, and then he surprised my mom. Oh, that's cute. so sweet. Yeah. And then today I took my mom to see Bright Star. I know. I have to know what she thought about it. She loved it. Oh, she loved it. She said on Facebook it was amazing. Oh. She loved it. Did she, Was she surprised? Well, okay. So going in, I did tell her some details. Mm-hmm. I told okay. her that it was about, like, this woman, Alice Murphy, and, like, she works at a magazine and she falls falls in love with this girl and it's told in two time periods and like she's I was like it's her they have a kid and the kid is taken away and it's them and then they want to find the kid. That's like basically the gist of what I told her going in. Okay. And not much more. Um yeah, and she really loved it. And like at the end, like I obviously had to bolt to the bathroom at an intermission because I always <laughs> right. do. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, like, as I was standing up, she was like, uh, 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 and I was like, yeah, I know. The first time Patty and I saw it, we were like, what the fuck? And she was like, I just didn't, what? But then when we mm. were actually talking about it, she was like, you know, like, cause I was like, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. And she was like, oh, but it was so scary and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, what I specifically hate was that bag at the very, very end. Cut that. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, and, and she was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. But I we, also, I, mean, yeah. I have to say, I have to say, I have to say that I feel like I, I have, I finally believe this assumption that we're not, okay, so like we're not sure people being surprised or not. Right. Uh, the woman I was sitting next to at intermission, I was talking to my mom because she, she was like, well, why you had said you didn't like it? What were things you like? Why? And I was like, eh, mm-hmm. it's more complicated than saying I didn't like it or I liked it. Um, right. By the way, our review is out. Yes. So you guys should all watch on, it on our YouTube, on YouTube channel. She, the, I was saying to my mom that I was like, it's so obvious. Like, it's so obvious. And the woman next to me was like, she was like, excuse me, you said you had seen the show before, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, is somebody was saying that, is he the, is that boy, is that her son? Mm, and I was like, see, I told I know. you. And then I was just like, maybe I, it, maybe it re- I think it really is just one of those cases where it's like, we just see so much theater that that storyline, we know that storyline and most people just are, don't. Or they're like not thinking ahead because it's not even just a theatrical story. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty well-worn trope. Right. 
Well, I guess but, like I guess yeah, to it's me, just like you're lost in the story. I don't know. I don't know. For me, I just in the moment the thing that I think the first thing that made me start being like trying to figure out what was going on was just that. Like, I, up until she got pregnant, I feel like I was like, why does his character exist? Because I was mm-hmm. like, there has right, to be right, a reason right. why he exists. Shall, mm-hmm. t- explain to me why he exists, because right now I don't know. And then when she got pregnant, I was like, oh, duh, that's why. And, like, I guess um, not everybody goes into shows being like, everything on stage has a purpose and I have to know what it is. Uh like yeah. I just I just know from the way theater and movies and TV work like you're not going to have super superfluous right stuff characters yeah. unless it's shitty writing I guess whatever I don't know but then I have to say <laughs> no I know what you mean you know what it, really seeing the show today made me feel like especially cuz it's been a few weeks it's been a few weeks since I've sat and analyzed it a bunch and like I did still feel like sitting there watching it I was like frustrated with lots of things but I think also it made me realize that if I had gone maybe I feel like if I had gone into the show knowing the whole show like knowing the plot and everything and knowing how it was going to be I would have had a completely different reaction to it the first time. Well yeah cuz the second time we saw it it was much more like we saw like you were saying the purpose of things. Right. But even more this I feel like the second time I was still like I'm really glad I'm going to see these Carmen Cusack shows mm-hmm. scenes again but mm. the whole show is still a mess and this third scene the third time I was just like yeah you know what I probably could see this show once a week. Maybe I could. Carmen Cusack's amazing. Uh-oh. So <laughs> that's happening i would see it again because i felt like i had an opportunity but it was close to when we had already seen it Uh, the second uh, time yeah yeah like now a few weeks later i think i would definitely see also because i have been listening to that cast recording like nonstop. i need to listen to it i haven't listened so good i'll give you a tip because i'm a a cheapo, uh, and I will end up buying it, but it is still available to stream on NPR. Oh, but that's only on a website. True, true, true. I can't, like, take that with me. Yeah, I listen to it when I am in the shower and when <laughs> I am doing dishes or cooking. Nice. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Look, it's only $12. I'm going to buy it right now. Do it. It's really, really good. It feels so cheap after buying lemonade. The only thing, the only one I, well, and it's hard to skip because I just listened to the whole show on NPR. It's like, you know, track by track, mm-hmm. or it's like, just play the whole thing, um, is that, oh, what a man's got to do song. It's, yeah, of course. It's hard to listen to, A, and it's really hard to listen to outside of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just, I, was, like, I was thinking left, about left, that left. song, too, because I also, like, while I was watching the first act, I started rearranging the songs and scenes in my head to imagine, like, I was thinking, like, if I could take a stab at rearranging this storyline, what would I do with yeah. it? And I was like, I would want to tell it, like chronologically like I would completely delete the character of her son make it completely her story and uh Jimmy Ray's story and make it go in chronological order Mm. and I was like ew and cut his song and then I was like "Mm, actually like I would probably leave that song in there because not that it's like a song you want to listen to but I think the dad song I think like the emptiness of the lyrics is works really well 
Right. It's definitely works in the context of the show. It yeah. just it's not a particularly and it's like, fun it's song. It's just funny to when to. stuff like that gets recorded and then you're like, but you didn't record Nessa Rose's song. <laughs> What's exactly. up with that, guys? What's up with that? I don't know. What's up with that? Um, I have to tell you something. Okay. My mom didn't like Paul Nolan. Your mother is dead. <laughs> but here's it's not like it's not like she didn't like his singing. She was like, he's good. He, like, he's a great he, like, singer. Doesn't look young. This is no 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 no. No no. This is what she started saying. And it wasn't necessarily specific to Paul Nolan, but basically my mom in like her own way of explaining things, she basically said that Carmen Cusack is so good that everyone else on stage was terrible. And she started talking mostly about Paul Nolan because she was like, Carmen Cusack's so amazing. And like, he's just not as like, he just doesn't live up to her level in those scenes. And I was like, wow, mom, that's a strong opinion. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I, it's not like that made it sound like my mom was like, everyone was horrible, but Carmen Cusack, <laughs> but it's not like, cause then I had a conversation with her about what we talk about, about like performers and actors and, and, and everything. Mm. And she was like, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I was like, yeah. So like, and I told her, I was like, I, I really like Paul Nolan. And she was like, really? And I was like, yes, mom. Uh, Mom. she didn't see him in jesus christ superstar she doesn't know yeah also she doesn't appreciate screlting uh, whatever the way his we do Zhivago character's name was right right i don't remember mom i mean listen i'm gonna show her that gethsemane video yeah yeah Ugh. Ugh. i love paul nolan yeah i'm i i i am like really high on bright white star right now it's mm. just enjoyable musical theater yeah you know i think the more well, i think the more i see it the less i will not like it the more it'll grow on me and i'll be like i don't care i don't care yeah well and maybe it's a show that like sideshow that you like the original mm. but then when I, it gets retooled in yeah. 20 years or so you'll like the new version i mean i too. absolutely was like i mean i rearranged the show and was like in my brain and was like this is how i would do it and was thinking right. about that and i was talking to my mom about that on the way home i was like maybe somebody yeah revival blah 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 they'll pull it apart and put it back together i mean and my mom was like you can do it you can do it and i was like yeah <laughs> all i need is millions of dollars to be the producer so i can put together the right creative well, yeah. team and their permission <laughs> yeah steve martin will be dead by then <laughs> actually he's actually a lot younger than i think he is he just has always had that like silver hair. Yeah, how old is he? I think that I, I probably like, think he's in his seventies, but he's probably like only in his like sixties. Yeah, yeah. Let me look it up. I think he's like my parents' age. Your parents are older She's than like my parents, though. A little older than your parents. How old are your parents? Hmm. What year is it? <laughs> They're sixty-eight. Well, my dad's sixty-eight. My mom's sixty-seven. Wait, you're... He's... Oh, he's 70. Huh. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, Steve Martin, I do wish you a long and healthy life. You can work on the revival. Yeah. 
if he's if he's not too precious about it. Yeah, that's the problem. People are so precious with their art. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what I feel confident about right now? What? Not forgetting AJ Shively's name. Oh, okay. Because, like, I had a moment when that woman was like, oh, is that the song? And she, like, literally, like, couldn't find any of her words, but I knew what she was saying. And I immediately was like, oh, AJ Shively's character. And then I couldn't remember what his character's name was. And Mm. then I was like, Patty taught me his name and I remembered it. so great. I think his name is Billy. Because that's a boring name. Yeah, real boring. I saw a show today. What did you see? I saw the Theater People Podcast live show with Leslie Margarita. They're doing a summer series, and it was their first show, and it was a lot of fun. They didn't have a wig party like we did, but (laughs) it was, you know, it was delightful. It's Patrick Hines just being his adorable theater-loving self, and Leslie Margarita telling some great stories, and she sang Emily, 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 Emily. Uh Uh-oh. She sang that Mister of Mine from Dames at Sea, which was great. Okay. And that's like her piano on top of the piano torch number. Mm. And then she sang The Man That Got Away, which is oh. what that Mr. Man, Mr. of Mine is sort of spoofing. Huh. And it was so good. That's amazing. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. It was so good. Yeah, obviously, it's a podcast, so it will be available for you to listen to. It's so good. She told some really great stories. She gave some really great Leslie Margarita wisdom. Mm. You know, just being her regular self. She's so great. I know. She's wearing these amazing heels. Of course she was. (laughs) always... Her birthday's on Tuesday, so she had to sort of rush out because she's having a birthday party with a couple of her friends that I guess they all have, like, birthdays around the same time. Um, So they were having a party today. But her birthday's on Tuesday, so happy birthday, Leslie Margarita. Happy birthday, Leslie Margarita. That's exciting. Well, the theater people has a couple more shows this summer. They have Lindsay Mendez, and there's a few tickets left for that, and Eden Espinosa, which they just released tickets for. So it's a lot of fun. It was like a small room, is at Pearl Studios, and you know, it almost felt like your own little private concert. So that's awesome. Everybody should definitely get tickets if they can. Go to theater with an erpeople.com. Nice plug. Thank you. You saw a poster today in your neighborhood that was very interesting to me emily will you tell me about it please yeah so i was walking my dog and i went to the park near my apartment and there's a rec center there and there i was like walking past and i just saw it like it was closed and the gate was down but inside the window i just saw a poster that said dream girls real big and i was like what's that caught your attention dream girls what is it i must find (laughs) out dream girls So I walked up to it, and so they are doing a Dreamgirls sing-along at the rec center at the end of the month. And not only that, but they are recruiting for the Dreamgirls sing-along team, and there are rehearsals twice a week. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I definitely am going to the the screening, the sing-along. 
I am tempted. I mean, I, here's the thing. I want to show up at the rehearsals because I want to listen to them, but right. I can't show up at the rehearsals because I can't sing to save my well, life. Well, it's going to be in a group probably. I know, but I, I don't know. That I mean, me it's fine. Don't, yeah, don't go to that. But so the movie is at 7 p.m. on the 20th, you said? Yeah. Let me look at it. I don't know. You got to tell me because you cut it off on your Instagram. Right, I couldn't get the whole but thing because it, it was behind a gate. It's on May twentieth at seven p.m. at the Pelham Fitz Recreational Center, oh which my is God. in uh, Mount Morris Park, which is up in Harlem. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to come to that too. Uh, yeah, also because at the back of the rec center, there's the Richard Rogers Amphitheater. Oh. Which is also, like, open and part of the park. So, like, when I walk my dog, a lot sure. of the time I go and walk on the stage over there. Amazing. It's pretty great. Ugh. I'm really excited about this um, Dream Girls sing-along. I mean, come on. We can all pretend like we can sing like Beyonce. <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just yeah. for the movie, just for Beyonce. <laughs> oh, well, man. I can't wait. I'm excited. Okay, so last week was the Tony nominations. It was. Thoughts, Emily? Aside from the fact that you hate awards. Yeah, I mean, I glanced. I honestly, like, I was at work all morning, and it wasn't until, like, I Gosh, maybe like 11 o'clock when our, you know, sort of when it died down and I was like, I checked my phone. I was like, oh, right. The Tony's roar this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I skimmed through the nominations and, you know, skimmed and wasn't really surprised. And I did take a closer look at them the other day and had more thoughts. Like the more I looked at that category, the more surprised I was that Christopher Fitzgerald was in it. See? That's what yeah. I'm saying. When I went back it's and actually looked the at that, like, I was like, I'm, right? I'm like, I'm not surprised that Christopher Fitzgerald got nominated for that performance. And then when I looked at the category, I was like, wait, what? How did you sneak in there, kiddo? Right. I just thought there was, I feel like there was a lot of other people that I would have thought would have been higher on Tony voters' lists. Mm-hmm. I thought Gavin Creel, I just saw She Loves Me, and we'll do a full review of that when Emily sees it. But. You know, I was surprised he didn't get a nod. You know what I thought about? What? When I looked at that category. What? What if Jonathan Groff wins? (laughs) Right? I think David Diggs has it pretty locked down. That's what I was hoping and thinking when I was looking at the categories and trying to think. Oh my god, I really do. Had the funniest today when we were walking out of the theater. My mom was like, What's going on with the Tonys and Bright Star? And I was like, Oh, they got nommed for some things. Um, And she was like, Did Carmen get? And I was like, Yes, yes. She (laughs) She definitely did. Like, this is the thing that I love so much about my mom is that, like, she's known who Carmen Cusack was for 30 seconds and was like, If she doesn't get nominated, I'll eat my hat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and rightfully so. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she was nominated, but she won't win. And my mom was like, excuse me? And I was like, I mean, Cynthia, Cynthia she, Revo for The Color Purple is going to win. She was like, oh, oh okay, okay. We need to see that. Beat Cynthia Revo. I mean, 
I wouldn't be mad at it. I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be mad at it. I would be shocked. I, yeah, I, guess I don't so. think I it's going to happen. I, you know I don't what think I mean? it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be mad about it either. I wouldn't yeah. be mad about it. The only I don't know that I could be in... mad at anybody winning, except well, for Jesse Mueller. Except not, because, because that role won? is so good. Well, no, yeah, she already perfect. won. She won last year. Right. That's what I said. I mean, again, not because of her performance, but I think Philippa Sue just isn't a leading role. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I completely... I would have... Honestly, like... I no, I don't know. Whatever. Our categories make more sense than their categories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have our own awards. Exactly. Because I just can talk myself in a circle about who should be in what those categories because they're so frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm really um, happy was, that Adrian Warren was nominated. That oh makes me really God. fucking happy. What that a great, really made me happy. Delightful surprise. I'm so happy for her. Also because I felt like I saw her and bring it on and then she I know she was like splitting her time between acting and like I think interior designing and I was like mm-hmm. like I remember like following so many of her tweets talking about how excited she was about interior design and I was like don't 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 leave us, Adrian. <laughs> like, I was so scared that she was just going to, like, go be an interior designer and I wasn't going to get to see her in tons of other roles. So I'm really glad that she's got that nomination. Mm-hmm. You're never going anywhere, Adrian. Stay on Broadway forever. But, and I mean, work I... that side gig. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> um, I saw all four play best play nominees this year. I think I don't know how many I've seen. You saw one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> you saw Eclipsed. I did see Eclipsed. Yeah, the other three are The Father, The Humans, and King Charles III. Ha! It's funny. So who would you vote for? Um, Eclipsed or The Humans. I think all four of them are really great. And actually, they're all very different. Hmm. Stylistically and also just story-wise. But uh, I think it really is between those two. The, the Humans was... I believe shortlisted for the Pulitzer and Eclipse is just really, really good. And that doesn't mean it. Oh, you know, it doesn't absolutely mean anything, but it definitely deserved to be. Right. Um, and both written by, uh, minorities. So that's great. Mm. Sweet. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I'm trying to think of like other thoughts I had. And I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, feel, I think it's I, such an interesting year because I really do think Hamilton's going to take most of the awards. So uh-huh. it's like, what a weird, no pressure situation to be in for most of these people. Right. But also here's the, the thing that is really surprising to me is like, maybe, maybe it's just like the people I've been talking to that I feel like people are talking about categories like Hamilton isn't just going to win everything. And I'm confused by that. I don't think it's going to win everything, but I think it's going to win most of what it's nominated for, especially because in in a lot of the acting categories, there's more than one person. Right. Like I think, like I don't think Lynn will win best actor, but I think Leslie will. Yeah. Same. I think like, God, I hope Leslie wins. That would be awesome. I like, I think Danny wins, but I hope Leslie wins. Yeah. I think Leslie will win. Like, I think that Hamilton's going to pick up, like, leading actor, featured actress, featured actor, uh, best musical, best music, best book, best direction, 
maybe best choreography as well. Oh, no. Oh, God. Shuffle Along better win best choreography. I mean, I guess it won't say better. I love Andy Blank. It's not about him, but like. I think like, honestly, like the ones that I'm like, oh, I don't know, are maybe like the, like, I I think that Hamilton has best book score and musical lockdown. Yes. I don't think that's going anywhere. No. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Like you're playing yourself. If you think that anyone else is going to win that category, right, I would be—I right, right. will—I will be very shocked if that they don't win those three categories. Um, who's in set design? Uh, set design. I should just pull this list up. Uh, set design: American Psycho, Hamilton, Shuffle Along, and She Loves Me. Oh, She Loves Me might give Hamilton a run for its money. Really? It's a beautiful set. It, you know, it. it changes pretty seamlessly hmm. um between a couple of different you know tableaus let's say because it's very like like toy like it looks like it's described as a music box set like it looks like a a toy that opens up and reveals you know what i uh, just noticed what that i'm curious about yes it's because of the way tony voting works mhm Hamilton only has four producers. Oh. Like, I'm looking at this, and it's like Bright Star, and you got a paragraph of producers. Shuffle Along has a paragraph. Waitress has a paragraph. School of Rock has two lines, and Hamilton has four people. One of them's the public theater. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the weight of those. I don't know if each of those people get a vote. Me either. That's I a, don't really know how it a works. Good question. But like that is really surprising. Or just curious. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Well, I think it's going to be. Here's what I hope. I hope because. If Hamilton wins a majority of the awards, even if not a majority of the 16 awards they were Mm -hmm. nominated for, I really hope the Tonys take an opportunity to highlight all of the other shows well. Because Hmm. because if they're not going to win a ton or any... They rest on their nominations and they rest on how they're represented on the telecast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and like, it's not like, okay, I, you can't get a ticket to Hamilton. So what's the show that you saw on the Tonys that was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that looked interesting to me. I guess I can't see Hamilton. I'll see blank instead. Right. Like, that's how you're going to sell tickets, producers to your shows that aren't Hamilton because you can't get Hamilton tickets. <laughs> so it doesn't even need the Tony. I mean, and not saying it's not even deserving because it will win and it deserves it. I think it's a great show. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the Broadway iteration, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an interesting year that if if it's done right, could could serve a lot of shows well because of that. Yeah. It's like a, it's almost an equalizer. Like Hamilton's so big that winning the Tony means almost nothing to it. So it will win a Tony and then everyone else is e- like equal again. 
and the work itself will speak for it. I don't know. I guess so. I'm curious. Like, I feel like if Hamilton, like, I'm really curious, like, about Waitress right now. Like, I'm thinking, like, Waitress is, like, ch- like doing okay right now. And, like, in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm like, if Hamilton wasn't here and this was the season we were looking at, I feel like Waitress, Waitress would yeah. win Best Musical. And I'm like, if Waitress is, like, the season that is in, what kind of run is Waitress going to have right now? Is it going to run for two years, three years? If Waitress had been in a year without Hamilton and it had won the Tony, how many years would it have run for? It's just, like, mm. things I'm curious about. Like, you no, know. it's, I mean, it's... It's interesting to think about. And again, we shouldn't look at how long a show runs with how right. successful it is, though, you know? Right. Well, I think it's the a thing hard that thing is to so, separate. Well, yeah. Also, because like the thing that is the most like in essence of that, of why it actually does mean so much is because more people experience it. And if more people experience sure. it, then more people know it and will remember it. But like, but there's know. also tours, you know. Right. I don't know. I think it's also a great ensemble show that once it's made available, will be done regionally a lot. I definitely think that's true. And you can tone down. Again, our review of this will come out, but you can tone down if you're in that kind of community. The you know sexuality of it, if you want to. <laughs> Right. The pie eating scene. <laughs> hint, hint. Well, I think it'll be, I hope it's just a fun Tony's because I, uh, certainly from a viewer, you sort of know a lot of the outcome and I like mm-hmm. a surprise and I think there are some of the surprises in store, but hopefully it's just a enjoyable show where we can all just sort of be like, like what it pretends to be a celebration of Broadway. Mm-hmm. And without the actual competitiveness of it, maybe that's what it actually will be this year. Yeah. But I also think, I don't know. I don't know. You, I think you're more optimistic about the fact that people are just sitting down being like, I know I'm not going to win. I think people are incapable of I think of they doing still that. want to. I think they definitely still want to. But I think it's an interesting place to, to be in. And I'm not in it, so I can I could say whatever I think, you well, know? sure. Who knows? Who knows if you're, you know, one of those men in the leading, like, God, Danny Burstein. All right. Well, let's move on from Tony nominations because we could probably talk in circles about this. Mm. Emily. What? Tonight is the Good Wife finale. No, it's not. Yeah. Nope. I'm sorry to say that it no, is. No, I'm not dealing with that. I am several episodes behind right now, and it's not over. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm caught up. You're me cry. I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to. I just was bringing it up because, you know, it's a home for so many Broadway actors. and I just and love it's going to be gone, but, you know, so much. it's really great. Also, I discovered Kush Jumbo on social media this week. Oh, isn't she delightful? Uh, her Instagram is incredible, and I liked hearing her speak in her accent. Mm-hmm. And her American accent is really good. And she's well, like, yeah, because you didn't even know she was British. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe the Good Wife is over. I know. That is so. It's so good. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. 
It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because the, the last episode I watched, like, I, I love this season. This season is a really amazing season. It's such a beautiful it arc. And I, you know, it's, it's beautiful that they're getting to do the show and end the show exactly the way they want to. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's better to have that and get to do it, get to do it the way you want it than to go more else this shit. And we had, a, like, it was strong the entire run. There was, like, yeah, you know, yeah. dips dips in storylines here and there, but just just singular storylines, not whole seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like where you're like, oh, don't watch the last season of uh, The L Word. It's literally not worth it. Or, like, I'm still watching Bones. <laughs> How are you still watching Bones? That is, like, the mentalist. <sighs> I feel like I know. I feel like I just have to stick it out now. You're like watching. You might as well be watching like NCIS in a different I know. city. You're right. NCIS. The last episode Omaha. almost felt like last episode <laughs> felt like like a real Bones episode. It was nice. I was like, oh, they're solving a case. How many fucking <laughs> seasons has that show had? It's on the eleventh. That and is it stupid. Is, it is going for twelve, but it's going to be a shortened season, oh and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to. They should have tough it out. They should have cut that at like I think nine. I, I, yeah, maybe. I think I don't even remember. I stopped watching when they they started sleeping together, and we didn't know. I felt, yeah, I felt betrayed as an audience member. I know, I understand that, but that's not the part that bothered me i don't know then i think they just got like they like felt like they needed to be uh, i don't know how to describe it like the characters aren't the characters anymore i think they got more too much into trying their like they lost a handle on their genre yeah that's definitely what it was they got too dramatic but the writers weren't like it's not, I guess it's not that they were weren't good at writing drama, but like the tone of the show didn't lend itself to drama, so right. it never really clicked. That's why like two weeks ago it was like it had that sort of fun playfulness that old bones had. Hmm. Yeah, because like that show is in the same sweets. genre. Yeah, that's fucked up. That I almost I almost left, but I didn't. I should have, but You should have left. Bones, I I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> well, I started watching. You know, I found out that all of like Project Runway or a bunch of Project Runway seasons that I haven't watched are on Hulu. Oh. So I've been watching season twelve of Project Runway. Which one's that? Uh, I watched them all. Um, this one has. It started in the beginning. There was that guy Timothy who was like, "I work at sustainability." And who else is still on it? That girl, Kate, that makes princess dresses. And that Swedish woman. Uh-huh. And that angry Russian guy that kicked himself off the show. Yep, 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 That's yep. the season I'm watching. Perfect. Right now, they're glamping. Yes, 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 glamping. Also, like, can we talk about how... Like, I get that Tim Gunn came out and was like, we're going camping. Ha ha, glamping. And he said it once. And then for the rest of this, they they have only used the word glamping. And Ugh. like, let's go well, to the glamp site. It was a thing for a while. No! Like, when this was on, 
when when this was on, it was like a real thing. I have to say, the funniest part was like two episodes ago when they were doing the tie the knot episode with Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and he they mm. were like talking about like like the one guy who you know him and his partner had been together for like eighteen years or whatever, and he was like, maybe soon we'll be able to get married, and I was like, what? And then I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah. old. It was uh It was funny. It was funny to, years to hear them talking, you know, and now I don't know. It was such a short time ago. Mm. Also just like the complete and utter commodification of love even in the gay community. <laughs> and then, you know, because he like proposes to his boyfriend after he wins the challenge. And I'm like he's not there. You're filming a reality show. Do you remember that? I do. That was weird to me. I mean, it wasn't weird in that I, I, I don't know. It, it just seemed really fake in TV. But that's what it is. I'm watching a show that is literally just one long product placement for L'Oreal. <laughs> and Blue Fly was it the Blue Fly? Oh my accessory god! Wall? There's just so the there's like the accessories. Well, every the last episode they were yeah. like designing you know, things that were inspired by cars that were a product placement. They have their fancy Man, computers. My like, old job oh my was God. tracking that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a nightmare. It was a literal nightmare to do any Bravo show. Yeah. There's so, Oh my God. There's just, and I have to say like, there's maybe I'm just more annoyed by it. It feels like it's more, but it's like watching America's next top model than the final seasons. You oh, know, it's more. Yeah, right? It's so much more because it used but, yeah. to be like this episode sponsored by CoverGirl. We're doing mm-hmm. a CoverGirl themed thing. But like Project Runway right now is like <laughs> that season that I'm watching. I'm sorry. But like they are like the prizes are this product placement, this product placement, this product placement, this one that all adds up to half a million dollars. But it's like yep. a billion different. Co- I just it's 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 crazy. I know. Anyway. Well, you know what else is crazy? What? Good segue. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster closed today. That's cr- that's not crazy. That's stupid. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. The first victim of the Tony noms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so I mean, it wasn't glad we well, saw it again. So. Oh, God, me too. I'm so fucking glad we saw it again. I enjoyed I think it what's so much. so frustrating about that show is, and obviously there's probably going to be a few people in there who who aren't into it because it's a specific hmm. kind of show. But, like, the majority of the people who go to see it love it. It's just getting the people to go see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, the audience loves it. Like, everyone like the, in the audience was... There was yeah. a lot of enjoyment happening. When we were there just this Friday, I heard a woman behind me say, like, this is so stupid, but, like, with joy and laughter in her voice. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, this is so stupid. She was like, this is so stupid. Like, it's so, so stupid. I love it's it so perfect. Much. Like, Audra McDonald's, yes. your voice is so stupid. Right. And I was like, exactly, ma'am. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I am so glad that Shady, my roommate, got to see it. She loves Carrie Butler. And we talked a lot about Carrie Butler's optioning up. Yes. Oh, my God. 
and Meg, also our friend Meg, also loved it very mm. much. Mm. And Meg and I, we have a special uh, Rock of Ages bond, so it was fun to share yes. Disaster with her because it's a similar, similar sort of jukebox genre musical. Yes. And I, I, oh, Shady said the funniest thing afterwards. She was like, the best idea ever is making Carrie Butler and Adam Pascal sing together because oh, their voices God. are like silk and velvet. And then you rub them together and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And also I ship it. Oh, God. Like, yes. I just want to see them pair them in musicals again more. Mm-hmm. They're cute together. I dig it. They are. I like it. They're a cute little Aryan couple. And we got to see Will Swenson. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a surprise because we talked about it last week. (laughs) He was so funny. He was so funny and like such a different, like, I don't know, like attitude. I was trying to pick this apart, too, in my brain because while I was watching him, I was like, oh, my God, he's so funny. And like, he's so different from Roger Bart because he's like you know, sleazy. And then I was like, no, Roger Bart was also sleazy. And I like kept, feel like I kept on thinking of adjectives that I was like, well, Will Swenson's like this. And I'm like, Roger Bart was also like that. But they were both of these, they were like doing the same thing, but in such different ways. Like it was the exact same character, but like completely different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was both of them yeah, no, taking on used car salesmen, but like in such different ways. Oh my God. Will Swenson was so funny. I really enjoyed his performance. Well, and like, uh, yeah, it's sort of like you were saying, like sleazy, like, uh, I guess because Will Swenson's a little younger than Roger Bart, mm. it, it was like a different energy. Yeah, he did have very, very different energy. I loved it. I'm so glad we saw it again. It was so much fun. Jennifer Smart. Me too. Oh, my God. Get out. And they did a really oh cool thing God. today, Playbill. Live, uh, live broadcast her never can say goodbye on the internet. So everyone should watch that. And hopefully there's a hashtag right now. Put smart on, I believe is what it is mm-hmm. to get her on the Tonys. Cause that's a tricky thing when shows close. Right. Cause somebody has got to pay for it. And it's the producers who, depending on what the show's afterlife is, may or may not be too keen but i feel like this this could be a really good regional show Mm -hmm. that that they could invest in putting her on the tony i think so too i mean i think that would be awesome but i do have to say based on what i saw on twitter guys stop tweeting the tony awards or cbs i mean you can tweet them but, but not with but with the understanding that it's not up to them completely right I just saw a lot of tweets that were people like, come on, the Tony Awards, do it, do it, do it. And I was like, that's not exactly how that works. Yeah, but those aren't the people who who make those decisions. Because they're probably like, we'll put whoever you want on. Right. You just have, you to, just pay have us. to pay us. Exactly. <laughs> do you want to put a pop star on? Sure, no problemo. Money, please. Do you want to put do your you band on? No, whatever. You can literally do whatever the fuck you want as long as you pay them. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll pony up and they'll put her on because she's incredible. Oh my God, she's so funny. <laughs> I just... I I love Faith Prince so much. Who doesn't love Faith I, Prince? I want to live in her tit 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 ass titty tit tit 
mantra like forever. <laughs> it was so funny. Her winking, like oh her my like facial tics are oh god, ah, that scene that she has with Max Crumb. It was so funny. I just feel like Faith Prince, like I know she, I, I, maybe it's just like was a long time since we had seen it, but I was like, I just feel like she's like giving us so much and the uh, audience energy was really good. I felt like the show was just like going, you know, it was a good energy. Um and Faith Prince and Kevin Chamberlain like break your heart in that show. They really do. They really do. And it's like such a fun, crazy nonsense show. And then there's this beautiful, real heart beating at the center. Oh. God, <laughs> I love Faith Prince. I'm a, I just, I, I, I feel like while I was sitting there watching that, I was just like, oh, God, Faith Prince. And I couldn't process any other information. That's all. Yeah. I just really needed to acknowledge that. Oh my god, wait. I have to acknowledge this because I kept thinking about it and I know I said it to you and I don't want to forget. Rachel York does that entire tap number with only one heel. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't notice that. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't notice that the first time, A. And B, I was like, I, at a certain point, was like, ha, that's so funny. When is she going to change into her tap shoes? Because she's just wearing that, she doesn't, she only has one heel right now. Like she was wearing two shoes, yeah. but one of them had the heel broken off and she doesn't change her shoes. And she does that. And she literally from the point when, uh, Seth Redetsky's character like comes and save her, saves her and the kids when they're like dangling. Yeah, and she's in that like, tiny and she's outfit. in like the tiniest version of her outfit. Yeah. And she's missing one heel. She wears one heel through the rest of the entire show. That is bonkers. like, she does the rest of the entire, she just like, I don't know how much time that is, but like 20 minutes with a huge, huge production number, dance number, tap number, one heel. God, I love her. That's amazing. That's just amazing. Like, ah. Yeah. No, I mean, Jesus. Like, <laughs> tapping. One heel. Yeah, so she's like on the, on the ball of her foot the whole the time. The whole time. I've just in. I've never seen that. I've never seen someone do that, and it's. In, I. I mean, I'm in awe of her. I've always been. That's in, nuts. I love her so much. She's so talented. Her voice is so fucking insane. She's so funny, and she's like, whatever. I can do this tap number with only one heel. It's cool. It's fine. I'm perfect. Today was also Jennifer Hudson's last performance. Oh my god, that's sad. But we saw her, which is happy because that means Heather Headley's coming in. Oh my god, it's true. Heather fucking Headley. Oh, oh my god, god what the fuck am I doing? I on guess Tuesday? I just need Damn to it. see it again. Oh my god, who can? No. Oh my god, wait. Yeah, can somebody rush the color purple for me on Tuesday? <laughs> just put it out there. <laughs> I just put it out there. Can anybody rush the color purple for me on Tuesday because I have to work in the morning, so I can't do it. But I'm free in the evening. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a new podcast I listened to that I think you will like too, Emily. It's called Broadway Stories, and it is hosted by Todd Buonapane. He is a Broadway replacement extraordinaire. (laughs) Cool. He was in Spelling Bee, and he was in um, Cinderella. He's delightful, and he's hosting this new podcast he does their live their live shows at 54 below 
Cool. And it's a lot of fun. His first episode. So the first show was like six people, but this first episode only featured three of those stories. Hmm. So then the next one, and it's once a month, I think. So he's doing like every other week, you know, two shows. Um, and the first episode featured stories by Krista Rodriguez, Kevin Chamberlain. What kind of stories? And ben Rappaport. What kind of stories? Ben Rappaport tells a really great story about basically secreting uh, the part of Perchick. Cool. Krista Rodriguez tells uh, her story of her crazy initial audition for the first production of Spring Awakening. And Kevin Chamberlain tells the like sweetest story about being a Macy's Santa Land Santa. Uh. That is just delightful. That's funny. So, yeah, it's called Broadway Stories. You know, check it out. iTunes, all that jazz. I'm going to do that. I think you'll like it. Yeah. I like Broadway and I like stories. Some announcements, I guess. Rob McClure is joining Something Rotten. That's exciting. He's playing Nick Bottom. I kind of, I like legitimately, I want to see that. I would see that show again. Because of I him. would see that show again for Rob McClure because, you know, again, part of the reason that we were like this character is at least enjoyable slash tolerable is because Brian Darcy James is right. playing. And I would like to see someone else's take on it. Absolutely. Uh, and also just and because what? Rob McClure being such different energy. Oh, yeah. And again, to be fair, which we didn't necessarily say in our review, but like we did see it. Twice in the same week. Yeah, that's true. So to be now removed from it, and also like we saw it, in the, we saw it twice it. in the same week in early the Ugh, first week of previews. Yeah, which so much shit for that. Whatever, people. They gave us those they tickets. Gave us those tickets. They wanted us to review the show based on the performance that we saw. That's what happened. Sorry about Suck it. Suck it. Also, Finding Neverland is closing in August. Man. Where are those dogs going to get other jobs? <laughs> I think those dogs are A-OK. <laughs> I forgot what their names were. Um, I don't know. Porthos is the dog's character's name. Mm-hmm. It's going to tour and there's like, because uh, it's Harvey Weinstein. He's like, maybe we'll have a movie. Okay. Harvey. <laughs> okay. Did I say Weinstein hey, or Firestein? I have no idea. Okay, great. Weinstein. (laughs) It's Yeah, so it'll close August 21st. Well, you got plenty of time to see it, kiddos. Wait, what? And Alfie Bo is going into it. What? In what part? Uh, Well, in the... Kelsey Grammer? James Berry part. No, I don't think so. I think he'll be Jam Berry. I guess that makes sense. Because he's like a Jean Valjean, right? Well, yeah, but that's not a J.M. Barry part. But Mark Kudish is um, is Kelsey Grammer. Right now? Yeah. Are you sure? It says current cast oh, is man. Mark Kudish. Well, Kelsey Grammer's pictures are still up outside the theater. I walked past it the other day, so that's why I was confused. Um, 
Uh, I, I mean, I thought my only reference for Alfie is that he was just in Les Mis, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. And it was like, he comes back where he belongs or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know. And everybody was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no offense, I mean, Alfie. plenty of people I'm sure were like, yay. I had no idea. I still yeah. don't know who he is besides the fact that he was in Les Mis a few months ago. Good for him and his, Okay. I guess he's in it now. I don't know uh, what's happening. I don't know. Is Laura Michelle Kelly still in it? Yeah, of course. Good for her. Yeah. Well, so this, I guess, leads Wait, me to... Wait, who's playing Carolee's part now? Just an ensemble member? Sally Ann Triplett. Who's that? That name is familiar. Oh, we talked about it, I think. Because we'll, I just thought that there was going to be, like... They were going to go for more celebrity put-ins, it had seemed. Or whatever. Well, and because Harvey Weinstein says there's going to be a film, I just wanted to go back to these ridiculous lists on Playbill. Uh, they t- even tweeted this out. And then I looked at it and I was like, why would you tweet this out? It's a list of upcoming musical movie adaptations. Like just based on people being like, we'll make a movie. Yep. Is Aida on the list? So... Probably. So Beauty and the Beast is on there, which is actually happening because that's like a real, it's like a Disney movie. Right. That's the live action one. Hello Again, which is, you know, we've talked about Audrey McDonald, Cheyenne Jackson, that adaptation. But there's no, you know, release or anything. Untitled Woodstock musical? Supposedly happening. Now here's the ones that are in development, which is where it gets hilarious. 13. Okay. And the latest update is an article from 2014. American Idiot, same. Latest update is 2014. Beautiful, latest update is 2015. Cats, which this they were just talking about because the Cats revival is coming. So maybe they're going to do a movie of it. But again, I think that's just like Andrew Lloyd Webber, Mm -hmm. which he can make shit happen. He's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, Drowsy Chaperone. What? Again, latest update was 2014. Then Finding Neverland's on here, so 2016. A Guys and Dolls musical with a uh, screenplay by Empire's Danny Strong. I'm sorry, what? With in the but the latest update again is 2013. Uh, These are just what? nonsense. In the in the Heights is still on here. Is Jekyll Jones and on Hyde. There? Um. Oh, that. Lysistrata Jones is on here. <laughs> I love Lysistrata Jones, but come on, guys. Memphis is still on, on here. Guys. I mean, is it's Justin just Timberlake like gonna be all in over that? the place. On, oh, yeah, Memphis. Sorry, Justin Timberlake. Uh, directed by Oliver Stone. <laughs> come on. Come on. I know. <laughs> 2012 is the latest story on that. <sighs> That's funny. Clean it up. Another South Pacific? What? No, come on. Cast. Wait, I'm sorry. The cast listed here is Hugh Jackman, Justin Timberlake, and Michelle Williams. <laughs> wait, Which wait, I would wait, actually wait. see. I'm assuming Hugh Jackman would be Emile DeBeck. Which Michelle Williams? Justin Timberlake would be Lieutenant Cable. I'm assuming Michelle Williams would be Nelly. No, which, which Michelle Williams? Oh, I think white Michelle Williams. <laughs> I would prefer the black one. Yeah, so would I. I mean, I would that prefer would no South Pacific. Especially if she's racist. No South Pacific. 
Just don't do South Pacific. I want to see Michelle Williams as Matt Morrison's character. Who is he? Lieutenant Cable? Lieutenant Cable? I would see Justin Timberlake as that, which I'm assuming is what it meant. But I would also see Michelle Williams. Yeah. Like, Playboy, what is this nonsense? Yeah, that's pretty absurd. I don't know. I still hate their new layout. I hate it. I hate it. I still hate it. I don't like it. It doesn't look familiar to me. It's confusing. I don't like it. I don't like change. There's Make it kinks go back. that are still being worked out. Mm. I got. I also had what a hell of a time it? buying those fucking Bright Star tickets this morning. I'm fuck yeah. you. Telecharge your website. Also buying all these roundabout tickets up in mind. Fuck you, roundabout. God, everyone's website sucks. It's so frustrating. They're not great. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Why don't Broadway peeps invest more in web development? Come on, guys. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update! Uh, Carolee Carmelo. Okay, so Frankie Grande. Yep. He, yeah, that one. He went to go see Carolee Carmelo, and then there's this fucking amazing Instagram video they took of him singing The Winner Takes It All, like her, while they're walking down the street. (gasps) Oh my god! It's amazing. Why didn't I see and that? Like, he's like singing, and she's like, "Is that what I sound like?" <laughs> and then, like the, at the end, like right before the last note, he like does a bunch of really hilarious, exaggerated breaths, and she's like, "I did not do that. I did not do that. I only did one oh. big breath." God, you have I gotta to watch, watch that. Also, I didn't realize that Instagram videos could be so long now. Oh, I thought they were only 15 seconds. No, this is like a long Instagram video. It's very long. It's at least 30 seconds, I think. It's very long. It's hilarious. Interesting. It's wonderful. I love that Carolee Carmelo is friends with him. Mm. I wonder why. I mean, he, I think before he became like Frankie Grande, he was a working actor. Mm -hmm. And and since then, obviously, also. They were in a show together, though, weren't they? I think he must have been. I think I want to say that he was in Mamma Mia with her, but I don't know if that's true. Yes, they did do Mamma Mia together. Wonderful. Oh my God. I bet they had so much fun hanging out backstage. I can't even imagine. Mm, Wonderful. I think Carolee always needs a, a gay, a gay boy with her. I agree. Yeah. I always want to have a Game Boy with me. They're wonderful. I agree. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet Tweet of the Week. On May 3rd at 8.15 a.m., Audra McDonald retweeted with comment this tweet. Great list. Anyone surprised Audra McDonald wasn't nominated? Hashtag Tony Awards. And Audra McDonald said, Audra wasn't and Audra is thrilled with the nominations. Three exclamation points. Thrilled in all caps. Oh, what a class act. <sighs> yeah. First of all, stop I mean, tagging people in those tweets. I know. It's so Come terrible. On. Come on. Stop tagging people in those tweets. Not great, guys. Just don't do it. But people are going to do it. Audra, what do you think about the fact that you didn't get nominated for a Tony? She, thanks for reminding me again and again and again and again and again all day. Like, and even if she, especially if she didn't already have six Tonys. Mm. Like you did that to other people, did that to other people. Right. Can, especially, I mean, I don't know that people did it. I'm sure they did. But her next tweet was to Anna Villafanye, which was so classy and beautiful as Audra is. Mm. Anna 
tweeted, WWAD, what would Audra McDonald do? And Audra said, retweeted with a comment, celebrate, Anna. Be proud of what a stellar, amazing work you are doing nightly. Your star is on the rise, my dear. Mm. XOX and then a little heart emoji. I'm like, come on. And people probably were were tagging Anna and being like, I can't believe you were snubbed. And that is shitty. Mm -hmm. It's shitty. You don't think it is. I understand the sentiment behind it. Yeah. But it's shitty. It is. Because I get the, like, you think that you want them to know how much you care about them, but that's not how they are getting it. All it is is a reminder that they didn't. And if that is something that is difficult for someone initially, you are making it more difficult. And, like, hey, man, it's all... Part of being on social media is being aware of those. And if that is also, if you are a person that, an actor that's going to be deeply affected by those or a designer or whatever, like you also need to self care and take yourself away from it. Which also, I have to say, one of my all time fave Tony things that ever happened was when Stephanie J. Block was doing amazing self care and was literally getting herself out of the city of New York on Tony nomination day because she was like, I need to get away from here. I mean, she didn't say that, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming that it was amazing self care she was doing. Sure. And then she was nominated and she was like on the turnpike being like, ah, I need to get back to the city. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my fave things. I have to go to the the one the, right? the nominees like going, tomorrow. She was like going because they were like uh, uh, her husband Sebastian was like filming um, House of Cards, I think, in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh my god, that was yeah. that whole tweet day was that hilarious. Was but mm-hmm. I think an example of good self care: get yourself out of the city, get away from your phone. Yeah, and then also just be mindful, like if you're tweeting those things, because again. It seems like a nice thing. It's like why some actors hate dream casting. And even though mm. we do dream casting on this podcast and we talk about it and it's fun and we love it, those people might have auditioned for those roles right. and not gotten right. them. Right. Or they might have like also dream of doing it mm-hmm. in a world where they know they can't mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And it sucks. And so, like, we're not going to point it out to them. We'll still talk about it. We're not going to. Right. Because we can have those personal conversations. But at the end of the day, we're talking to each other and other fans. We're not saying those things directly to those people's faces. And I get those. I get those. I see those time hops of things that I tweeted Mm. years ago being like, why isn't tag Shoshana Bean a huge star. Oh my god. And Shoshana Bean is probably like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Why aren't I? I think that is one of the biggest, that specific is one that in the fan mind sounds like a compliment and never comes out their way. Because you're like, God, they're so amazing. I want everyone in the world to know them. And the celebrity is just like, I'm famous. Or just like yeah. somebody did that to Orfe recently, or not recently, it was, it was like a few months ago. Someone was like, I wish Orfe was more famous. And she tweeted back and she was like, Why? I'm fine. Like, I've had a great career and a good life. Well, I'm right. happy. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, it makes it sound like they're failing at something when they're not, you guys. Like, have those ideas, have those thoughts, but don't tag people in them. And maybe, maybe they search their own name and that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like, uh, in the world of social media, if you tag someone, 
you are the bearer of responsibility. And if people search their yep. own name, if you're not tagging they people are. and they find it, that's that's on them. Yep, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. well, within reason. Don't be like tweeting well, sure. horrifying mean shit. But yeah, anyway. Well, then then you're still being an asshole, right? But, right. But like, um, lots of t- I tweet about people all the time, and I'm like, I. Usually, I don't want them to see it. I mean, usually it's that thing where you're like, I'm going to tweet all these things and I don't need it to be drawn to their attention. But if they did see it and were amused by it, that'd be great. But also, what if they weren't amused by what I said? Right. Usually, the things I say are just really weird and gay. (laughs) Like today, when I all of a sudden had a moment while I was watching Bright Star and I was like, "Um, I, there was like one glance between Carmen Cusack and Emily Pageant, and I imagine an entire lesbian love story within that moment. And now, I, uh, and now right. I ship it. Now I ship it. Well, let's all just uh, uh, try to be as classy as Audra McDonald. Right? That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater! theater.